Hi everybody, what's up today? My name is Ruth Williams, Ruth for sure. Um, Ruth, um, you could just call me Ruth. Um, but um, I just want to share this with y'all. And um, I think I have already shared this with y'all, but I think God, I really feel like God's leading me to sharing this again with y'all. And, um, and this is a chain-breaking message. This is a message that... I pray that you could just feel chains falling off of you. You could just feel chains breaking loose. Whatever you're in bondage of, I pray it breaks right now. May we pray. Dear Father, I love you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Lord, speak through me, Lord, so, so they don't hear my words, Lord, but they hear yours, Lord. Lord, I love you, and I thank you, Lord, and I glorify you, Lord. Thank you for the supper other opportunity to speak to them, Lord, Lord, but I still, I don't want them to hear my words, Lord, but I want them to hear yours, Lord, speak through me, Lord, Lord, I love you, and I glorify you, Lord, I pray that if anybody's in bondage of anything, it breaks right now in the name of Jesus, amen, um, so, today we're, share, we're going to share about David and Goliath, now, we know at this time, you had David, which was a small little boy, was basically a farmer's boy. Because if you remember that, um, I'm trying to remember something. Um, Samuel. When Samuel went to anoint David as king, automatically that was a shock to everybody because he was a small boy that was still the sheep thing and all. And he was 12 years old. So they never thought a king at that age will lead or be a king over this city over this place so that always tells us that automatically we automatically through david we automatically that god gets a purpose for us we automatically know that our purpose can come at an earlier age where we have to be willing to have faith and accept it and 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 uh, and once we start having faith and and start stepping to our calling, our purpose that God has on our lives, that God can lead us. Say amen. And I and uh, I don't even know why that thought just popped into my head, but like we automatically know that we have a purpose. Can we see David as a twelve year old boy attending the his? The, his dad, his father's sheep flock, and he just was anointed as king. And then there was about to be a battle between King David and Goliath. Goliath was this giant. Now, you probably wonder how in the sand head can a small little boy at 12 years old can defeat a giant. Well, I've got to tell you something. That's where faith comes in. 
That's what us knowing that we have a purpose. That us knowing that God is our strength, that God is our wisdom, that God is our hope. Because when he went against Goliath, he did not focus on Goliath's strength. He focused on God's strength because he knew that God's strength was bigger than Goliath. And so that's what we have to do in our lives. Like when we have these struggles, these struggles can probably feel like a Goliath in our life. But we have to take and we have to put faith and we have to say, you know what? My God is stronger. If my God is for us, who can be against us? We know we got a purpose. And the only reason sometimes the devil, sometimes God puts these struggles in our lives. Sometimes the devil does. Listen, there's two different ways, and I'm and I'm still in a place in my life, still trying to figure out: is this the devil bringing this on, or is it God? Is it God putting me in the season, or is it the devil? But I am here to tell you this much: I know every time I get to a place in my life where either it's a season of prayer, I know I have been in a season of prayer in my life, but like, um. But, like, something comes near me, and I know that it's exactly the devil that something's coming near me. I'll be like, that's you, God. Like, thank you for showing me that. Thank you for opening my eyes so I can see that. And now I can see clearly because you did that. And and he would do the same thing in our lives, but sometimes he put the struggles there to test our faith, to test, are we going to go all the way with him? And in the Bible, I found this scripture. says because you know that the testing of faith produces preservatives and I love the new living translation for you know that your faith is tested your endurance has a chance to grow it's basically all it is is preservative when God gives us these tests it is to grow our faith in him so don't let these tests hinder you because it's time to pick up that stone and throw it other struggle so that we can reach after God and this was never my wording it was to come on here my wording will be Okay, yeah, David, you have Ver- you have Goliath, and okay, you know David was a twelve year old boy. He not look at God straight. That's what's my word. But God showed me a different light on this as I was beginning to speak to y'all. So I just gotta give all the glory to God. But I'm telling you, I have been in a season of my life where literally throw a stone like Goliath is literally a part of me because I have had I have been through family struggles. I have been through relationship issues I have I'm still in a season of going to this place where I want to tell my parents everything but I, I'm stuck I'm stuck and I'm lost but the day when God opened up my eyes it really opened up my eyes good it really was like guess what you're free you're free but not completely I think this is what I share with y'all is this I can be free of spiritual sins, but physical sins, until I get some things off my heart, I will never be free. That's the thing I'm going to tell y'all. At some point, you can be like, I'm free. I'm victorious for Christ. But also, if you don't get some of your uh, some stuff off your heart that has been bothering you to people that love you, 
you will never be free physically. So I hope this encourages you to, to let God break those chains, become free for Him, but also don't forget to pour out your heart to the ones you love to. And also I'd like to share this too. Prayer. Prayer. Um, I'm doing this war room thing, and so it's a devotion, and I, I fell in love with it. And also, Luke 18 says, He told us to be persistent in our prayer life. Then about Elijah, who prayed what time a fire came down from heaven on Mount Carmel. But it took him praying three times before God resurrected the dead. So the widow and Elijah prayed seven times before God sent, sent rain on earth during the time of the drought. Elijah learned to pray and trust God's timing and don't give up. In Christian history, we also think about Jordan Muller, who, who lived a life that was one of the greatest demonstrations of answer prayers. When he died, he had 50,000 documents answered to prayers. 5,000 of those who answered on the day he prayed them. Of course, that means 90% of the time, George Boiler was keep on waiting. And get this, in that waiting season, it could be hard. Maybe right now you're waiting on a relationship. Maybe right now you're waiting on your child to be, be born. Maybe right now you're in a place of postpartum depression. Maybe right now you're in a place of... Only God knows. But I'm here to tell you that waiting season is not hard, but you keep on have to pray. Listen to this. He prayed for 63 years for one man to keep to to come to Christ before that man ended up doing so. So you have to be persistent in prayer. Whatever you're going through, be persistent in prayer. Like Elijah, George Mormon learned that we can trust trust the Lord. He said, don't let yesterday's unanswered prayers stop you from praying in faith today. So I want to encourage you, pray. God knows his perfect timing. He will always, he may answer after you pray. He may wait weeks, months, or even years. He will wait until he is most qualified in your situation. So don't give up. So I know the waiting season is hard. I know you may be like, that's when the Goliath is coming. That's why I'm in that waiting season. But he's trying to pull your joy out of that waiting season. He's trying to pull your hope out that rainy season, but guess what? You had a God. You had God that is bigger than that Goliath. God's hope is bigger than Goliath in your life. God's hope is bigger than joy. Uh, I'm sorry. God's hope is bigger than Goliath in your life. God's joy is bigger than Goliath in your life. So I pray that you know whatever situation you're in, whatever struggle you're going through, Whatever battle you're facing, God's hope is bigger. God's love is bigger. God's strength is bigger. God's wisdom is bigger. God, everything is bigger. But you have to learn to put Him in the center. I love y'all. God bless. That's all. God told me to leave it right there. Like, let Him be in the center. That's it. I am not there in your life to literally say you got to put God in the center. It's up to you to put God in the center. But I believe that God has placed a measure on my heart for somebody out there that is wanting to touch after him. I love y'all.